Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 136 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. And Joe, the LA Gladiators finally did it. It has been <laughs> such a long road as a Gladiators fan these past three years, I guess. Season one, I wasn't really that big of a Gladiators fan. But my God, I, I was so happy that uh, they finally clutched up. They finally won a stage. Um, and they looked really good while doing it. And this is what I thought this is what I thought might happen going into the countdown cup. It's like, okay, now that they finally made Hawaii, like there there it goes. All the pressure's gone, like they've done it, they've made it here. That's that's all they needed to do. And yeah, turns out that was good. I mean, obviously some other things had to go in their favor, like Pelican being on ping, all some all this other stuff, but that doesn't take away from this ginormous win. Um, clinching playoffs overall too. I mean, my God, what what a huge win for the Gladiators, right, Joe? Absolutely, real big week. And I mean, like you said, for the people who've been following this team, um, you, you know, since the beginning of the season, it's, it's um, you know long overdue, certainly in their eyes. But um, you know, more and more, hopefully after this weekend, and and you know, the the eyes of the general community, um, it's it's a team, and you know, whether um, like you said, there there are some things that. Um, you know, people could a little could put a little asterisk by the win. You know, whether that's the hero pool or, you know, or pelican or all these other kind of stuff. But, um, but the the narrative after the match on Sunday was all about, um, or Saturday, I guess it was, uh, was all about uh, momentum. And I think that's that's going to be a real big factor um, for the Gladiators as we move into into playoffs now. Yeah, I think we might look back at this if the Gladiators end up making a big impact and end up winning the whole thing. I think we may look back at at this Countdown Cup as the turning point. Um, and if it's true, if Dallas Fuel and Shanghai Dragons were tanking this this Countdown Cup and the Gladiators end up taking this momentum and taking it all the way, I think that is proof right there as to why they shouldn't have tanked or tr not tried try-harded this. Because you give these other teams this confidence, this momentum, you're especially a team as talented as the Los Angeles Gladiators. Like, I understand season one, season two, you maybe want to tank because in those seasons, the Shanghai Dragons and Dallas Fuel would be by far the most talented teams. There was barely any competition. This is the most competitive year of Overwatch League yet, Joe. Like, the LA Gladiators... They are definitely as talented as the Shanghai Dragons and the Dallas Fuel. The Atlanta Reign are as talented. The Chengdu Hunters are as talented. All these other teams that ended up making this Countdown Cup tournament could definitely win the Grand Finals, could win the whole thing. Um, it, I mean, so it, it's just taking a break. Yeah, there's a, there's good in that. You get to practice. You get a mental reset. But you're giving the a team like the LA Gladiators a huge confidence boost a team that could not make hawaii all year they were hyped up to be in the preseason the best team in this league i mean they were getting that big of hype and that was the biggest reason they fell flat probably was that's a lot of pressure um from a yeah. team that hasn't even proven themselves yet it's it's preseason they haven't even done anything and the entire the entire um people everyone on social media is hyping this up as like yeah this is the best team here based off scrims um, and they have you have now opened the door that Dallas Fuel and the Shanghai Dragons. I mean, Shanghai could have been in this tournament, and I truly believe they could have stopped the LA Gladiators from winning. You've now given this team 
that much confidence, like, they've done it now. They've proven that they can be the best in a tournament cycle. Um, and that was all this... That, that is literally all this team has needed all year, the Gladiators, was confidence. That was the one thing they were missing. I, I truly do believe they have the, if not the most talented team, one of the most talented teams in this league. And you just gave them confidence going into playoffs. So, this could be absolutely huge. Uh, but let's talk about the three other teams as well, Joe. Let's talk about the Soul Dynasty, who fell flat, and I predicted they would fall flat. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, they did. They did end up taking one map against the Atlanta Rain, but then lost 3-0 to Chengdu in their second match. Um, what do you think this this weekend means overall for Seoul? I, do, should they just be happy they made it in general? Uh, yeah, I think it's... Uh... But yeah, making it yeah is definitely a good thing. They don't have to, um, you know, they didn't have to travel out anywhere, so you know they they don't pull a um, an Atlanta and complain about it necessarily. Uh, as far as that goes, <laughs> uh, even though they didn't get any league points, but um, excuse me, yeah, the fact to to to, to be there at all that's definitely um, progress because that's something obviously we haven't seen out of Seoul, um, despite being a good team. Um, uh, so far this season, it was you know either going to be Seoul or Philly, um, you know based on that play and um, and yeah, either one of those teams I would have said the same thing um, that, about having made it out. I think it's um, it can certainly also be more fuel to the fire about how um, stratified the uh, Asian division really is. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I was saying it last month. Um, that that Chengdu has made it up to the the tier of the Shanghai Dragons, um, but I think I might honestly be saying it ish this month. Um, just in terms of yeah, that if um, the, you've got Chengdu and Shanghai and the other teams that get thrown out um, or you know thrown up to the league, um, um, you, you know there are they are right there you know fourth team out kind of thing. I mean that's. Um, uh, it's, it's significant. It, it makes it speaks to um, again the quality of of the the rest of the teams in Asia. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if they. I mean, I, I don't know if they made it to Shanghai level yet. But I, I was confident out of these four teams that they could be at least top two. I mean, I predicted predict them to win the whole thing. Um, and I guess we'll see if after after this tournament we'll look at our power rankings later. But I think I'm more confident out of the teams who are throwing, apparently. I'm way more confident that in Shanghai than I am in Dallas Fuel. So, um, but yeah, Seoul, overall, I think they're still a good team. Compared to these three teams, I don't think they stood much of a chance, I'm going to be honest. I, there, there was, in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, it's profit playoff magic time, but uh, Joe, this isn't the playoffs, right? it's <laughs> um, true it only works during the playoffs so uh, <laughs> I guess we'll see uh, I guess we'll see that later because um, did they? I think they officially clinched playoffs right or no it was Ch uh, it's Chengdu and Shanghai my bad yeah they still have to play in so they still have to play in beat the Philly Fusion or Hangzhou Spark which I think they could do um, but yeah uh, we talked about Chengdu a little bit. Let's talk about Atlanta because you mentioned, I mean, Atlanta is, I think right now Atlanta is like just such a controversial team in general. Um, I, I mean, people love them. People love Pelican. They feel, obviously, you should 
feel sad for Pelican, who could not travel to this, and with Pelican, Atlanta might have won this. There's an argument for that, for sure, um, because he was having ping issues. They legit had to sub him out. I don't remember if it was during Chengdu or LA Gladiators when they had to sub him out, because he was having he, ping issues. Yeah, I think he, he played just, like, one map, I think, total. Yeah. Um, I think he played the whole game for Seoul, but... Uh, oh, okay. But then, yeah, it might have been the LA Gladiators. He got subbed out after one map. Um, and Edison, he's good. He's definitely not Pelican. Uh, so, I mean, that's just a rough replacement there. And overall, I mean, going forward, now that um, now that we know that uh, it's going to be in Hawaii, Pelican's not going to be able to travel still. Apparently, that's like a six-week thing. So uh, he's still not going to be able to travel. Um, yeah, I think things are... Momentum's looking not great here for the Atlanta Reign, who they they have Pelican on ping the rest of the season. They had a... I mean, they st it was kind of a rough... It wasn't even that rough. They beat this whole dynasty with Pelican on ping, uh, but then they weren't able to grab any maps against the Gladiators or Chengdu Hunters. But those are two good teams, so... Yeah, I mean, where, where, where are your thoughts with the Atlanta Reign right now, Joe? I mean, a lot of complaints from their camp. Things aren't fair. I, I've always hated, I've always hated that crybaby mentality. I mean, they've been complaining about going to Hawaii all year, but it hasn't affected them, Joe. It, this is the only time it has affected them because they weren't able to have Pelican with them. But every, like they before they were complaining about going to Hawaii because they're like these other teams get such a big break. And, like, it doesn't matter. You've made Hawaii every time again. Like, clearly their big break was didn't do anything, right? Because you're still better than everyone else. It didn't it didn't help the other teams in NA to overcome the Atlanta Reign, ever. Because Atlanta just made it the last three times in a row. So, I don't know. It just feels like the Atlanta Reign are just complaining about everything. Um, and how APAC gets an advantage because they don't have to travel. It's been two and two, Joe. Like... APAC has won two, NA has won two. There hasn't been a significant advantage for the team that doesn't have to travel here. Um, so what, what do you think about Atlanta right now? And, I mean, it seems like they're kind of almost the, the villains of the Overwatch League, too, with all these complaints. Yeah, it's uh, definitely, you know, and even just recently, you know, past past couple weeks has been looking like that. But, yeah, um, obviously Atlanta was <laughs> my initial pick to win the whole thing um, and last week's show. Um, and, in fact, I picked um, almost every single match um, incorrectly. Uh, <laughs> the only the only points I got in my pick-ems um, was Atlanta beating Seoul, and then literally everything else was... Um, <laughs> was wrong, including I. Um, I believe I even had you know submitted Gladiators to go out uh, fourth, you know, <laughs> number uh, number four out of these teams. But um, yeah, so you know that absolutely just thinking about you know expectations for Atlanta, and yeah, I think um, having issues with Pelican that was definitely a contributing factor there, um, uh, and you know whether or not he was going to be able to get to uh, Texas for play-ins. I don't know if that was. Um, um, going to be possible necessarily I, it's although it's certainly much easier than flying um, and it sounds like uh, Atlanta is potentially trying to work out um, or, or at least thinking working through the logistics of working out a way to get him even to the west coast for the play-ins um, to, to try to reduce his ping even a little bit if that helps um, but nothing nothing officially announced uh, yet as far as that goes um, 
Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, Elena, I, I, I do think um, we is a you know really good team. Um, probably the most consistent team in North America right now is probably fair to say. Um, uh, there's other teams that are up there, but um, the, 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 that's that works really well in their favor. Um, and yeah, even 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 though you, you go out probably earlier than you intended to, you pick pick excuse me, you pick up an extra league point. Um, you put yourself in a really nice position for for the very top of the play-ins. Uh, you know, even though the gladiators end up on top there, or actually no, uh, no I think yeah, Atlanta directly qualified as well. Yeah. Yep. Both both the gladiators and Atlanta did. Uh, they're going to make shock <laughs> play in at, uh, at the top there in North America, but um, yeah, de definitely not um, not a not a loss of a of a weekend, not a loss of a month for Atlanta. Because um, um, again, af after this point, you know, you put that all behind you, and and what counts is um, uh, playoffs. You know, what counts is play-ins and and Hawaii now. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you, you got to move your your focus forward. I didn't even think about they could just drive them. That's the biggest issue. If it's in Hawaii, they can't drive them there. Um, but if it's in Texas or it's in LA, you can make the drive. It's a long drive, but uh, for LA specifically, Texas, I imagine not as bad. But it's a but you could do it technically. Um, you could get them over there. Um. But yeah, overall Atlanta. Hopefully they can get Pelican on some better ping. I, I mean, they're still competitive. Clearly, without him there, uh, able to beat teams like the Soul Dynasty. But it would be great to see him more competitive against these other top teams for sure. Um, and it's just an unfortunate. I mean, I saw on Reddit someone mentioned this is what sports teams have to deal with all the time: injuries. And this is just technically an injury. Obviously, I mean, if if this was a normal league year. He would have to be driving all over America. He couldn't fly. Like, I don't know how this would have played out either. Um, th this is just sports for you. Like, I guess if I guess if the Overwatch League is, was in one place, then it would be fine. But obviously, if this was a normal league year, he'd have to go all over the place anyways. Um, so, yeah. But that was, this, that was the end of the Countdown Cup and the end of the regular season in general. Uh, it was great. It was a great weekend, not only for me as a Gladiators fan, but for me as uh, part of the Boston Uprising, because uh, both the Gladiators and Atlanta made playoffs automatically, and those two teams are our absolute kryptonite, so I think we're very happy we don't have to face them in plans at any point. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about plans more later. We'll give our predictions on those. Um, oh wait, we didn't get to give our MVPs of the week. Um, yes, it's true. Who, uh, who's your MVP? Uh, yeah, mine uh, is going out to Skewed. Um, uh, played lots of break this past weekend, obviously, um, and really showing up there. But also just in general, um, it's just a role that doesn't get a lot of love. Uh, my 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 second pick would have been Kevster, I think, um, without much difficulty, but. Um, but definitely wanted definitely wanted to mention skewed skewed specifically um, for a really great really great performance we saw. Um, oh yeah, I, yeah. I'll give it to Kevster. Actually, someone deserves a shout out. Kevster. I was I was gonna give it to Shu originally because he also has been playing out his mind, but Kevster definitely de deserves a shout out, especially after he didn't get nominated for MVP because I do think he is one of the best players in this league. Um, Kevster. 
great player. But skewed. I mean, everyone on the Gladiators look great this weekend. I mean, they finally are just clicking. Um, but yeah, that was the weekend. Congrats to the Gladiators. Uh, congrats to all the all the teams. And now everyone's getting ready for playoffs and play-ins. Um, out of these four teams, only Soul Dynasty have to play in play-ins. So I mean, that's that's just that just shows you how important this Countdown Cup was for these three teams. And the Gladiators, Rain, and Hunters all earning their spots in the playoffs automatically. Um, but yeah, let's move into the news. Um, of course, uh, with the Countdown Cup, another awesome skin, and I think this is, might be one of my favorites yet, and it's the Pirate Ship Bastion skin, which you can get through August 30th, so it's ending very soon. You, you've got um, only a little bit of time left to get this thing. Uh, I'm sure if you've heard of it, you've already gotten it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's super cool. Yeah, absolutely. That's what happens when, uh, when we do a late show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Later in the week, you got less time, but yeah, Pirate Ship Bastion, uh, Bastion 200 tokens. Um, and I, I think they close the vault now too, but, um, but yeah, lots, lots of skins to, to purchase there. Oh yeah. Um, exciting. Recently. Um, Ahangjo Spark have, they fired MCD. Um, I saw this was because of something he said, Joe. I didn't see specifics. Um, do you know what yeah. he said? Um, yeah, something. And I, uh, yeah, I don't want to relay all the details because I don't know all the details <laughs> for sure. But, uh, but something on his personal stream, um, uh, playing with um, um, Chinese players and making comments about how like they're bad because they're Chinese players. Ah, so um, racism. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. Um, and from uh, a player on a Chinese team, obviously, which is yeah, bold. Uh, interesting, although I, really bold. <laughs> yeah, although I assume based based on the way it's talking, I assume he's Korean. I actually don't know that for a fact. Yeah, he is. Um, but but I know most of the players on the team are. Um, but yeah, not um, not very positive there, and and the team stepped in really quickly to um, yeah, just straight up fire him, terminate his contract. I mean. Um, yeah. <laughs> The entire staff is Chinese. Half the team is Chinese. Now a majority of the team is Chinese after they fired him. Like, what did he expect? <laughs> Be racist towards, like, half of your teammates and all of your staff. Yikes. Um, yeah, that's not great. Um, but yeah, that's that happened. And Hangzhou Spark, I mean, overall, yeah, end of the season, not been great for them in general. And that continues, clearly. Um, up next, if you haven't heard about this yet, um, the OWL 2021 postseason was originally going to be live in front of fans in Dallas, Texas, and in L.A. for the finals. They have scrapped it, of course. Um, COVID getting really bad recently. Um, uh, like, basically everywhere in the U.S., so makes sense overall that they did this i mean they had to make big changes to the cod finals because of it um so yeah but the, instead of like deal with all those logistics and trying to make the players and everyone in the stadium sa as safe as possible obviously they're just gonna scrap it and they're gonna move to back to the hawaii format um so nothing live just what we've been having for all these tournaments um have the na teams in hawaii and all the uh apac teams and wherever they are, uh, which, yeah, you know, is definitely sad. Um, it was going to be exciting to get some teams live. It's definitely sad knowing, like, as well, League of Legends uh, Worlds still going to be live 
um, Valorant. Valorant is having their version of Worlds um, also going to be live. So definitely sad to see that Overwatch League couldn't pull it off, but it's obviously way harder with the Global League and with such a last-second decision as well, if they had been playing this for a while. It's just tough for them to get visas for all the APAC players that need visas to, to make it to America right now, um, especially those from China. I mean, yeah, I know that's probably going to be super tough. So, yeah, unfortunate. Definitely not as hype, but in the end, the safest decision for the players, right, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. And I think there may be um, part of the factor in there is like um, trying to do it in Europe versus in the U.S. too. Um, yep. Exactly. Uh, I, I assume that's that's not insignificant uh, the factor there. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. Both the Valorant and and Worlds for League of Legends, um, both in Europe. I think the Worlds was originally in China and then they moved it. Um, so they have definitely been having a little trouble too. Uh, so, but this is just like too last second to try to move it somewhere else. I would imagine like that's this is coming up soon. So, just sad. Just sad. Um, but yeah, the right decision in the end. Um, it was still pretty hype last year, Grand Finals. Not in person, so I imagine it could be hype as well. Uh, but besides that, they also released a bunch of info like uh, map pool, what patch they're playing on, uh, and all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, uh, the play-in, the, the, they... The people or the teams for the play-ins, they decide they get to decide who they want to play. There's no, it's not based off seeding. Um, and the Justice decided to play Paris, uh, which left Toronto with Boston, uh, which I personally was very surprised about. I thought they were going to choose Boston, but I, I have not been paying attention to scrims. Maybe, maybe Boston, maybe we're doing good in scrims or something. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, very interesting. That I, I think Washington recently beat Paris, so maybe they're just more confident in that. Um, but yeah, any other news around playoffs? I think that's basically it, right? Um, I mean, it's it for the for the introduction. Obviously, we're gonna dive into yeah, we'll dive into um, picks and power rankings yeah. and stuff. But uh, yeah, and that's gonna be all next weekend. So that's why we're doing our show now. Um. um so that we'll have that and then we'll have um, matches next weekend oh yeah um, another big, big piece of news is uh, they are changing McCree's name the Overwatch team came out and made an announcement that they're changing McCree's name if you didn't know it's because McCree is named after someone at, who worked at Blizzard no longer does who was uh, a big part of the issue and the lawsuit that's going on right now uh, so I think it makes more sense. Obviously, like we as just a general consumer of Overwatch don't necessarily um, connect the character McCree to this person who worked at Blizzard as much as the developers themselves. Like I, when I see this announcement, I'm like, OK, like if I were working on this game and I knew the real McCree, um, I would definitely connect the characters of that person a little bit more than just a general consumer of the game. Um, so I think that's a huge reason why they want to change it. But also, like, in general, this is like the first big change Blizzard has announced. I think there was also like a WoW character named after one of the employees that was an issue. And they 
changed that as well. Um, they haven't announced what the name's gonna be, name change is gonna be yet. Uh, but overall, I think it's a good change. How about you, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, there was a comment, um, people make it online, you know, talking about, oh, is if, you know, if there's somebody named Reinhardt or May or something who, who um, has negative stuff come out about them in the future, are they going to change that? But, of course, the difference there is that it was, you know, specifically a specific person. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, that's not something you want to idolize. So that's... Uh, you know, generally good, I think, for sure. Um, they talked about they're going to release it with um, um, new, um, like, uh, lore content, story content, because they've got to, you know, change UI features and voice lines and, and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's a lot of changes to the game that need to be made. Um, and so, but they're going to write that in with lore, and they're going to do this whole thing um, over the next handful of months, I think, is, is the plan. Um, yep. Um, but but yeah, it's the you know to the extent that it um, that it'll affect the average player, I don't think really very much. But um, uh, it's you know I think it's definitely overall um, exactly the kind of thing you want to see. Um, you know for for the health of of the actual game. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Like this is. They from like I remember from the start of McCree they said he was named after like a specific employee like obviously Reinhardt May they're not named after anyone specific they just have names that other people happen to have I guess but it doesn't matter if one random May does something controversial um but yeah we'll see I, I mean obviously I think some people are worried about what this means for like what they're working on if they have to work on all of this like that that's a lot of work that's changing a lot of like voice lines a lot of lore a lot of stuff in the game has to change because his name is changing so i think there are a lot of people who are also worried like okay this might delay like overwatch 2 or like delay whatever they're working on with overwatch right now which definitely sucks a little bit but it's probably absolutely necessary to do at this point um yeah uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated on changes on that um, there was the same day a new uh, deathmatch map on PTR as well uh, Malavento is that how you pronounce it uh, as far as I know yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and, and that's the one that they talked about um, or and by they I mean um, like the press talked about it's been several weeks ago now right when all this lawsuit stuff came out yeah um, that, that I, I think the intent was to announce it several weeks ago but um, uh, it's been pushed back but you can play it now on PTR um, it's got some uh, lore behind it on the patch notes um, yeah so but this, that's what they've been working on for a while at least yep um, I haven't got to check it out yet I've only seen screenshots uh, but yeah you can check it out on the PTR uh, that's the news some pretty big stories this week <laughs> um but yeah, let's let's go into power rankings before we go into predictions. These are like technically our final power rankings of like the season kind of, but mine are very like plan focused. I know some people have been doing like overall season power rankings. That mine are not that at all. <laughs> mine are just normal power rankings. They're based off how I think what what I think how I think the teams are going to do going to plans and me and Joe have very similar power rankings. So I don't think there's going to be much <laughs> argument here, Joe. 
Um, yeah, I mean, that's it's a sign that the the system is working, I guess, now that we've gotten to the end of the year. Yep. Um, it's becoming more and more clear where, where things are standing. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, let's just ignore, like, the bottom of these power rankings. I mean, we've got the usual suspects down here. LA Valiant, Vancouver Titans, London, Spitfire, Guangzhou, Charge. All in a row, all the same for us. Um, the one difference down here, I guess, is I have Florida Mayhem higher than Joe does. And I, I don't have much to say about it. Um, Joe has Joe has them at 69 and at 13. I just think they have been performing well enough to beat teams like Toronto and New York. Those are the teams I have them above while Joe doesn't. I, I, I do think they have been performing well enough at the end to do that. Obviously, their final season record doesn't show them as good as those teams. But yeah, I still think they're more talented than them um, in the end. Uh but yeah, I, I, I'm not going to argue with Joe putting them there. They obviously had a terrible season and didn't make plans. Yeah, I think in my my positioning uh, has more to do with Toronto, I think, than, than uh, with Florida. Uh, again, thinking about those two teams from North America together specifically. Um, they, they, yeah, they, they, they had a, a good month last month, obviously. Um, um, you know, nothing's guaranteed, and the hero pool's going to change, and all this kind of stuff. So, I, you know, it's not—it's not like I expect him to go on some kind of crazy run through the play-ins. But, um, um, but you know, that is worth mentioning. Um, I mean, Florida—you um, uh, know—eliminated from <laughs> from playoff contention at this point, um, and it's, it's worth worth a shout out at least. Yep, definitely. Um, so, fifteen, fourteen, we both have New York, Toronto. Um, and then we both basically go in order after my Florida pick. I mean, we got Hangzhou, Paris, um, Washington. Joe, of course, gets to rank Boston since he's now biased. Um, and he has um, Hangzhou, Paris, Boston, Washington. Um, so that ranks the, like, I guess we conclude Philly in that too. We both have Philly up next. And that that's the ranking of basically all these teams close to plans or at least like the first round of plans for na and the first round of plans for apac and we uh, clearly have very similar opinions on on how those teams are ranked joe um and i don't think it's anything too surprising as well um maybe if you want to talk about boston because i going on reddit i've seen when people are ranking these teams that are in plans boston's like towards the bottom or at the bottom, basically, for everyone, based off how their recent performance goes. So, Joe, if you want to talk about why you think Boston is at least better than Paris-Toronto on the NA side here. Yeah, uh, and I think that's um, definitely accurate, I think, for, for what we're talking about. Um, but Boston, I was surprised to... Well, a little bit, but then it made sense um, to, to see that Boston ha- or that Washington hadn't picked them um, when it when it's time for them to pick their opponents, but I think it's you know because it's because Boston's a team that has um, su- such good potential. I think they're um, and I think you said as much um, <laughs> either on or off the show. I forget that um, Boston's more than happy to take on Toronto there in the first round. But um, um, the, but yes, I think um, it definitely is more about potential. I think for me than about um, you know proven results necessarily. Uh, particularly, you know, had a bad month last month, but um, clean slate in the play-ins, um, a n- nice first-round opponent. I think Boston versus Houston, that's going to be super interesting um, uh, there in the second round uh, once we get to that. But, um, 
Um, yeah, I think that's it's a, a good position for Boston to be in. Yeah, personally, I'm hoping Shock picks us if we if we make it to the next round. Um, but they could just oh, that's true. Yeah, because they, they get to pick. Still, they still, yeah, they get to pick. I'm hoping they pick us because I really think we could have beaten them last time. I know they won three to one, but we, I think we lost completely because of just mistakes we were making. It wasn't like shock outplaying us anywhere. So, and I know that's the same feeling around the team as well, especially Lori, like all these players like knew we could have won that game and it was just mistakes we were making. So I, I really want to beat shock, uh, but obviously we have to get past Toronto first. So focus up on that first. And we have beaten Houston before, so that would also be a fine matchup. Um, speaking of Houston, let's move on to our next tier, I guess, of the power rankings here with these, with uh, Houston at number eight. And then we kind of we have a little bit of a different order here, Joe. So I guess this is this is the one part of the, the one part we could argue. Um, at my seven, I have Soul, and then at six, I have Dallas, and then five Shock. You have Shock at 7, Soul at 6, Dallas at 5. So we have a little bit of uh, difference here. Um, I think we should, in general, we should both talk about this pick, though, first, Joe, and it's Dallas being this low. Most people have Dallas still pretty high up, to be honest, and I think way too high up. Some people have them 1. It's either 1 or 2 <laughs> in most of the power rankings I've been seeing. And I just have, did anyone watch this team last in the countdown cup? Like they're just completely think they were throwing. Cause I don't think they were throwing. I do not um, at all. I, I really don't. I mean, we saw them in, we saw them in the um, summer showdown. That was like the beginning of their downfall. Do you think they were throwing in the summer showdown too? Because they did not <laughs> look good in it. Um, and they come out in the countdown cup. They look, pretty i mean they look like a number six team and a number five team for joe not a top two team here they lost to the shock pretty handily um yeah i don't know what what's your reasoning behind putting dallas to slow too well what's gonna happen is they're gonna bring out pine and they're just gonna steamroll <laughs> I through hope the so. playoffs. that would be amazing <laughs> that's the only way i think they can do it right <laughs> yeah um because yeah it's it's definitely not um the Dallas Fuel of late is yeah definitely not the Dallas Fuel that started the season. Um, um, you know other teams have have picked up um, and and stepped up around them. I think um, is definitely a part of it. Um, but yeah, just just generally that um, the the uh, while obviously a super good team, obviously a playoff caliber team, uh, obviously already qualified into the playoffs. Um, but there's going to be real competition that. Um, other than the Shanghai Dragons, um, in in that top eight, once we get there, um, the, yeah, I don't I don't know that um, they're going to be able to withstand. Yeah, I I don't know. I just don't see like everyone's just still riding the hype on Dallas from earlier in the season, and I just don't think it's there anymore. I mean, you just look at this Countdown Cup and you think, oh, they weren't trying. Like, no, I do. I definitely don't think they weren't trying because they ended up going two and two. They, they ended up being competitive. They beat the Shock. They were super competitive against the Rain, ended up losing that game. Like, where where does it say the Dallas Fuel weren't trying? Maybe you could argue they weren't trying against the Shock in the actual, like, knockout phase where they lost 3-0. But, like, the Shock were clearly a better team that day, I think. Um, and then the Shock ended up losing to the Gladiators. So, they weren't even the best team there. 
in the plans. So yeah, overall, well, I agree with you. Like they still definitely are one of the top teams. They they are beating, they beat London pretty easily. They were compete. They beat Shock recently. They were competing overall, but I, I just I don't see the reason you put them in my case. I don't see the reason you even put them above Shock. You can't put them above Rain. They've recently lost to Chengdu, Shanghai, and Gladiators just look better than them right now. It's yeah, I just I, I don't see the, why these people are still riding the hype from the regular season. Um, but yeah, overall, well, I mean, I guess this is an interesting one. I, I have shock about Dallas because of their recent 3-0 against Dallas. Why do you still have shock below them? What, do you, what are your thoughts on shock going into play-ins here, Joe? Yeah, Shock just has to has to win me back basically at this point. Um, yeah, I think um, uh, I could very reasonably um, swap uh, Shock and Soul and move move San Francisco up one spot uh, in the power rankings without too much trouble. Um, uh, but yeah, missing out on uh, every monthly. Um, you know every monthly tournament as as two-time defending champions you know that's that's significant that's um and obviously you know the team has felt it clearly um and and you know they're they're in play-ins still you know that's 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 um the you know i keep using the word significant but like that's that's significant to think about um uh, and yeah they've got a pick it up and and show that they are still the, the team that's that's just run circles around the rest of this league um and it's got to happen now is is the short version oh yeah um and i could easily maybe spoilers for my plans but i could easily see shock not getting over that mental barrier and just once again not making it to Hawaii, like getting upset by one of these teams that end up winning i mean i think washington paris boston I'll have huge upset potential. They've done it before. I, I I left out Toronto because they just have never done that. <laughs> They've never had a big upset this year. But I, I think one of those three teams could easily just pull off an upset against a shock, against an outlaws, uh, which is scary for them. Um, and then our top four, the exact same, four Atlanta, three Chengdu, two Gladiators, one Shanghai. I guess we should specifically talk about Shanghai. Because, I mean, people will argue, okay, you guys just put Dallas lower, um, but Shanghai also had an awful countdown cup. <laughs> um, why Why are we, why do you think we're mo- more confident that the Shanghai Dragons were, were the ones not trying in the countdown cup and it, the Dallas Fuel, and it's different from the Dallas Fuel, Joe? Why do you, why do you, why do you have Shanghai as number one still? You know, it's a good question as far as that goes. Because yeah, um, Shanghai, um, I I think has um, I think what what it comes down to in my head uh, for that kind of question is um, the uh, I, I guess like like depth and flexibility is maybe what I would what I would pin that on if I was. Um, thinking about my my personal rankings here, um, Shanghai has um, the, not only do they have the ability to look good in lots of different situations, but they have looked good in lots of different situations. Um, and when 
when the Dallas Heel have had their Achilles heel, it's it's been in situations when they haven't been able to adapt and they haven't been able to step up and do um, what's the uh, you, you know at least whether the broader consensus of the meta uh, says it needs done or whether you know they just find something that it works. Um, um, but in more situations, I think for Dallas that hasn't that hasn't happened. Um, whereas Shanghai, yeah, exactly, not a not a good month. Um, this past month, but at the same time, um, like I said, they've, they've um, got enough of a history of um, the ability to, to maintain through that. And I mean, uh, with um, the, the dominance they've seen in their region too, I think that's, uh, that's something that we can't attribute to Dallas. Um, and it's, that's worth, worth considering too. Definitely. For me, it's just like, most recent play maybe if the shanghai dragons made the count up cup qualifiers and lost like dallas did i would be lower on them but it was just the shanghai dragons countdown cup was okay week one like it seems like they they had some subs in they were clearly experimenting and they lost both their games week two they were not as experimenting as much they won a very close game against seoul and then they pretty easily handled the guangzhou charge okay like that 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 week brought me brought my confidence back i was like okay they were clearly experimenting more in the first week and second week they were like let's just get some wins here they were still experimenting a bit but i think it i don't know it's hard to see if the dallas fuel are experimenting because they just don't have depth like you mentioned joe whereas shanghai do have subs and they were putting them in at points in the countdown cup so it's like harder to tell really if dallas was um but overall i like if shanghai actually were struggling in the countdown cup it's clear that they could bounce back they clearly grabbed the momentum back in the second week they just didn't make qualifiers and i'm gonna be honest i'm more confident if shanghai dragons did have a good enough record to make the countdown cup qualifiers i'm more confident they would have made the countdown cup tournament whereas dallas fuel they didn't they had a chance and they didn't um and in fact got absolutely destroyed by the san francisco shock um but yeah, I, I, overall, I'm more confident the Shanghai Dragons were experimenting, and I'm more confident that um, if they were struggling, they can easily bounce back. Whereas the Dallas Fuel, they've been struggling as of late, and they have not proven they can bounce back to me. Um, it has been just downward, downward trajectory for them. Whereas Shanghai, if there there was just a mini downward like slope, I guess. And now they and they just went back up immediately. So I think I have more confidence in that. And also, it's worth mentioning the Dallas Fuel that playoff change affects them huge too. I wonder where I would have ranked them if they were still playing in Dallas for the playoffs. I'd be way more confident in in their play for sure. Like that would be nuts if they had home field the entire playoffs up to the finals. Um, that, That's true. So the, that actually. While Atlanta is complaining about Hawaii, I think Dallas is the one that gets affected the most by far. Um, and maybe you could even argue the Gladiators as well. If they would have made finals and it was in L.A., that would have been nuts too. Um, while that is not as big of an advantage because it's a lot harder to be the final two teams, obviously. Um, but yeah, those are our power rankings. Um, and it's exciting. I mean final power rankings of the regular season I guess technically um, and yeah 
Uh, ready to let's predict some plans, Joe. You ready? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Let's. I, I, I haven't actually gone through to <laughs> to think about these much, so it's gonna be off the top of my Same. head. Same. But uh, yeah, Same. it makes it makes it more fun. Definitely. <laughs> let's start with APAC, um, which only consists of two matches, and the first one is Philly Hung Joe. Winner goes on to face Seoul. Um. Joe, this one is probably way easier than the next matchup for me personally. If you want to go first, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I think it's fate at this point um, that we're gonna see the third uh, matchup between the Soul Dynasty and the Philly Fusion in like as many weeks. It feels like. Um, uh, hopefully, it doesn't go the same way, but <laughs> uh, uh, but, but yeah, um, at least yeah, definitely in this first round. Uh, going for Philly over Hangzhou, uh, their season will uh, end there. Yep, I'm also going Philly. Hangzhou has just been brutally bad recently. Um, after, at some point, they were like, oh, this is actually a good team. They are just a downward spiral for this team. While the Philadelphia Fusion definitely have some momentum on, them, on their side, I think they win this one. All right, we both have Seoul versus Philly here. Winner becomes the third and final team from APAC in the playoffs. Joe, you're going with Playoff Profit, or are you going with the Philadelphia Fusion to finally redeem themselves this season and finally prove that they deserve that playoff spot? Yeah, I think <laughs> um, this may be another situation where I have my podcast answer and I have my Pickums answer. <laughs> <laughs> because um, uh, my Pickums answer is probably going to go with consistency, um, and the Soul Dynasty have uh, beaten the Philly Fusion twice in a row now, like I said. Uh, it feels like in, in the last three weeks, certainly in their last three um, uh, encounters with each other. Um, uh, I would I would love to see the Philly, uh, Philly Fusion in um, making it to playoffs, making it to that top eight. Um, I, I don't I don't see them as particular favorites if they get there, but um, uh, but it, it, I'd certainly love to see that happen. Um, as far as that goes. Yeah, as much as I love rooting for the Philly Fusion, I can't pick against playoff profit, Joe. I just can't. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Seoul wins this one and heads to the playoffs. Um, let's head to the West now. Uh, of course, Washington Justice picked the Paris Eternal instead of the Boston Uprising, which had everyone a little confused. As I mentioned earlier, everyone was like, Boston, they're the worst team clearly here in the plans. Um, but... Besides that, Washington chose Paris for a reason, I guess. Do you do you think um, they have this win against Paris? They definitely have won recent battles against them. And while Boston has been definitely on the downward trend, ever since Paris beat Dallas, they done they've done nothing. I don't think they've won a game, have they? Yeah, no. It's certainly, yeah, certainly not a lot. It's um, I think um, I think if I were Washington, I may have done the same thing. Um, uh, picking Paris, whether it was based on uh, breaking eggs or or anything else, because um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I anticipate that that Washington probably will take the win here, um, uh, which is unfortunate because I think uh, the, the Paris Journal definitely a good team, and and you know there's definitely the potential for for longer runs and that kind of thing. But um, uh, assuming Washington is uh, able to keep things together, because that's um, sometimes a concern with them um um uh, the, the, i've i've got them picked here to advance nice uh i stand corrected paris beat dallas then lost to boston lost to toronto 
Um, but ended up being London. So congrats to them on that, I guess. Yeah, Paris is definitely just not... I mean, they literally lost to Washington's other choice, the Boston Uprising, recently. And they lost to Toronto twice uh, in the Countdown Cups. So I think Paris was definitely the choice, regardless of we don't even know what's happening in scrims right now and who's scrimming each other and all this stuff. So anything could be happening where Boston just looks like the better team in comparison to Paris. Um... But yeah, I think based off recent, like, uh, overall, I'm more confident in Paris as a team, I will say. But based off recent play, I do think Washington is better than Paris recently. Um, and I'm willing to pick Washington to beat Paris here. Um, Boston, Toronto. Now, Toronto, I mean, if we look at recent play from these two teams, Toronto made it all the way to... Um, facing off against Atlanta to play in for a spot to Hawaii this past Countdown Cup. Uh, they beat Paris 3-2, and then they went up against Atlanta. It was 3-1. Uh, they could not beat Atlanta there. They went to Hawaii. Um, and yeah, overall, overall recently, Toronto definitely looking pretty good, although I definitely think that was like they had a fairly easy schedule in the Countdown Cup. Um, they faced London, they faced Paris, uh, they lost to Shock, and then they beat Washington 3-0, um, which is the big one. Uh, so, you know, that, I think that's the only impressive win, I guess. Um, beating Paris is kind of impressive, but Paris has not looked great recently. And then meanwhile, Boston, of course, coming off against a win against Paris, but then losing to Shock, and then losing to Vancouver and Florida. Rough. Um, who you got between these two, Joe? Yeah, this one I think is is going to be... Um, well, I don't know. I was going to say I think this one's going to be closer, but uh, <laughs> both these first round matches are going to be good ones. Um, um, the, yeah, I, I I would definitely like to lean into Boston, I think, uh, over Toronto, uh, which is, I suppose, technically an, ups an upset on paper. But... Um, um, but at the same time, this is, uh, again, a team that's um, been a little bit more consistent than Toronto. Um, uh, Toronto obviously riding off a good month, but um, um, but it, the, the real big question is going to be how they look um, once the uh, hero pools come off. Um, and that one we just uh, don't know at this point. Yep. Um, I'm also going Boston. They played each other once this season. Boston destroyed Toronto 3-0. I think we I think we with these two teams specifically we can't look at this last hero pool because I think it might have favored Toronto a little bit more than it favored Boston. Now Boston has uh, their strengths in this meta obviously they can play they can have Valentine actually play heroes he's good at. Echo was one of those. So I think getting the Echo back is huge. Ash was very big for M37. Um Sigma was great for both Punk and GBS. And Lucio's a great hero for Faith as well. So, like, those four were huge, I think, for Boston. Um, and overall, I just think Boston, like you said, I think Boston's had higher peaks than Toronto. Toronto's been consistently good enough to make play-ins, clearly, but they just have never beaten a good team. And you expect Boston to just, if they are playing their best, Boston should beat Toronto. But we don't know whether or not they are playing their best. If they're playing like they just played in the Countdown Cup, or if they're playing like they were playing when they beat Houston 3-0 um, or had these just 
the high peaks and were, you know, competing against top teams. Um, but yeah, I, I'll go Boston as well. So you both picked the same here, Joe. I guess the big thing is who do you think the Shock would pick to play, Washington or Boston, Joe? Yeah, and I think at that point, um, I, I don't know. I think at that point you may you may do go for Boston, like you said, and, and you know whether um, whether Boston may well have preferred that anyway. Um, sounds like it may be the case, but um, but yeah, if if Soul picks or Chalk picks Boston here, uh, it would definitely be an upset. Uh, I think for for Boston to win, um, uh, possible enough, but I would probably lean towards the defending champions um in that matchup personally yeah um it really depends how scrims going are going and who boston's playing and who's shocks is playing on who they pick like i i can't bit base selection especially this washington pick no one expected washington to pick paris like it's so hard to decide who shock's gonna pick because clearly it's gonna be based off how they're doing in scrims lately we have not seen these teams in this meta right we don't know who is actually good in this meta. Only the teams who have been scrimming know. Um, so it's completely going to be based off scrims. But obviously, based off what we know, they would pick Boston for sure. Right? Um, but Boston could be doing better than Justice and scrims. We don't know. Or specifically, even even against Shock, Shock could be destroying Justice, but they're losing to Boston every once in a while. Like anything, could, it could be team-based. We don't know, Joe. Anything could happen. But yes, based off the... I mean, I'll give a pick for both. I think if Shock beats Boston, Shock wins. I think if Shock picks Washington, Shock wins. <laughs> I'll pick Shock either way. If the next matchup is where it gets interesting. Because I think if Shock picks Justice, I think Boston beats Outlaws. I think if Shock picks Boston, all Outlaws beat Justice. Um, if you want to go through that scenario, you can as well, Joe. <laughs> yeah, so that leaves, um, in my scenario, that leaves uh, Washington Justice versus the Houston Outlaws. Um, and yeah, a lot of that, uh, I would, obviously it's not going to work out that way, but I would want to see <laughs> the results of the Washington-Paris game before I picked yeah. that one. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, Washington really could do anything i mean we we've seen and in fact i guess that's that's worth considering like we've seen the, the track record of the washington justice in the first week of a of a new patch awful um, just awful yeah yeah namely that they they never win matches um uh, and so that's uh, i mean first of all it works in the Paris eternal's favor um but also it works in the, the favor of whoever they might face in the next round if they get that far um um, yeah, I don't know. I would, I would love to see um, both Shock and Outlaws make it. I think because I think um, out of out of out of those six teams that that are left now here to play, and I think those uh, definitely are the teams that have have earned the spot, and you know by virtue of their seat and all that. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, so I guess that that might be the way uh, I pick, particularly once we get to. Excuse me, particularly once we get to. Um, um, you know, actual actual pickups time. Yeah, um, I agree. I think Shock and Houston are the clear two best teams. The reason I pick Boston to beat Houston, if they match up, is because I think Boston is a very confidence based team because I know them very well, and if they are facing a team they have beaten before, they will play their best 
Um, that's that's what I'm confident in. If they have they have played a team, they're playing a team that they three owed. I think they if they know they can beat the team, they will beat them. That's the reason we have so much trouble with gladiators and rain is because we lose to them not only in the regular season but in scrims all the time. Houston, we can beat. Shock, we can also beat. Um, so I that's the reason I pick Boston to, to beat Outlaws. I think Shock, we have not beaten in a regular season match yet, which makes me less confident that we can do it this time. Um, even though I think when we did lose to them, it was just completely our mistakes. I still think Shock's a great team and probably are better than Boston. Um, meanwhile, I just don't think Justice are as good as Shock or Outlaws and probably could get the upset but probably will not beat either of them whether they get those matchups so but yeah plans are super exciting i'm very happy that every team doesn't get a chance this year but i am still excited that some of these especially this year that some of these teams like boston like toronto paris and justice all do get a chance to make playoffs because this is like the best year yet as far as competition goes to the point where i do think any of these six teams in na could do well in playoffs i really do like they all have talent on their teams washington is one of the teams like even joe adams super high in his power rankings at the beginning of the year like they have insane talent so absolutely yeah um even over in the east too Hangzhou has had great peaks this year so i'm glad they get a chance as well um but yeah anything else to talk about with plans or anything in general before we sign off here joe because that was our last thing yeah, it's gonna be good stuff. Uh, um, I I'm trying to remember if we'll have any more skins coming. Um, don't they usually do like a finals commemorative skin something? Well, I know they do for the winners, so that'll be in several months. Mm. Um, I don't know, they, they, but the point of that being, there may be more skins coming. So keep watching, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which I'm sure you're gonna do anyway if you're listening to this show. Um, it's it's gonna be super good stuff. Yeah, I'm super excited to see who who makes who makes it to playoffs. We get the final bracket going uh, because there's still four teams. Um, we need to see make our three teams. We need to see make it. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I got. All we got. It's not this weekend, but it's not next weekend for the play-ins. So uh, go check them out, September fourth and fifth. And yeah, thanks thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, mine's at JWGeorgeIV. Joe's is at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. That's INC. And our show Twitter is at On The Flank Show. You're listening to this in one way. If you want to listen to it in a different way, we're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. Go get us. Go give us some ratings on uh, Apple Podcasts if you want. Uh, really helps the show. Thank you guys for listening and enjoy the play ins next week. <laughs>